0: On today's show, we talk about our Elster Family Trip Report. This is WRWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 137. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of wrwdw.com, the Disney World Planning website. And today we have the Elster Family Trip Report, the Elsters and the series of unfortunate events. A lot of crazy stuff happened. I'm here with Kurt to discuss. Hello. Tech Nasty. Yes. Tech nasty.
1: Wait, turn it up for you. Tech nasty. Oh, thank
0: you. For the people in the back.
1: Yeah, it's for the people in the back.
0: So we just got back from uh, six nights at Disney World and
1: Universal. It was intense. That's a lot of Disney. A
0: lot happened. Well, it wasn't just Disney. We split our time there. And so I think this episode we're going to split into two parts. Are you up for recording again tomorrow for part two?
1: Yeah, we can do two parts. Okay.
0: I think there's a lot to digest because a lot it's like if it could go wrong, it did is how it felt
1: <laughs> on this trip. It was a cursed trip.
0: Is that the devil? Because it still certainly fun. felt hot.
1: Oh, no, you know, I had Walt a blast. Disney, actually. Oh, oh OK. Yeah. That's his that was his natural speaking voice.
0: I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Have you heard the rumors that Michael Jackson spoke in a really deep voice. And that his like high high pitched voice was an act.
1: You know, I've also heard rumors that Walt Disney's head is frozen under Cinderella's castle.
0: I've heard that he's referred to as Rotisserie Walt, and he spins so much in his grave because of all of the things being done at Disney World that he now powers the park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rotisserie Walt. Ah, uh, thanks, Reddit. Yeah, it's if you read like comments in Facebook groups or Reddit subreddits. Oh, people are crazy. There is nothing that that company could do that will not result in in, Walt spinning some like extreme high RPM by poor Walt Disney's corpse.
0: Poor Walt spinning and spinning, endlessly spinning. All right, so we went to Orlando June 9th through 15th. We just got back yesterday. And so I want to talk about this while it's all still fresh. So A lot of things happened. We started our trip out in Universal. Um, That was the first half of our trip, and we were at Cabana Bay. Then the second half of our trip, we moved over to Pop Century at Disney World. So the first half, I'm going to talk more about Universal. We're going to go over what happened on our trip. We're going to talk about you know, Cabana Bay thoughts and comparisons to Disney and just some thoughts on Universal and just kind of some of the weird stuff that happened. And then tomorrow we are going to talk about the Disney world half of our trip. And then that's also going to include genie plus because we worked out that hack with genie plus. Uh, so I want to go over that in detail and oh, like just the series of bizarre things that kept happening to us.
1: When are we going to discuss the unreal heat?
0: Ooh, well that was literally every day of the trip. It was so, I think you know, a lot of weird things happened on this trip. Um, and for the most part, we worked around them. But the heat is not something you can work around, there's no work around for the heat. Like, it's luck well, of the draw. Are you there when it's yeah, 105 or not?
1: Don't try to force it. Be like, I could power through this. That's how you get heat stroke.
0: Yeah, no, and I I'm, have
1: now more than once seen someone passed out in a bathroom. Because they're like, oh, we're going to power through. We're going to do every ride, even though it's 100 degrees and the heat index is 108 and the UV index is 11. It goes to 11. (laughs) Yeah, you showed me that. It to 11. It was 11 all seven days we were there.
0: Yeah, you showed me that. You're like, the heat index is 11.
1: (laughs) I think that's well, And I bring it up just because it's an easy mistake to make. We made this mistake on our first trip. When it's that hot. Just look to take continuous breaks by just, like, you jump into an air-conditioned shopping, um, an air-conditioned store, or you do a ride like Carousel of Progress, where you know I'm going to have low weight. 20 minutes. That, 20 yeah, minutes that's 20 AC, minutes you know, of AC. That's how you survive it. Lots of water. And then in the middle of the day leave. when it peaks. Oh,
0: leave, just, I think is the answer. Leave and then come back later.
1: 1 to 3 p.m. is when it's going to be the most extreme. That's when you go visit your hotel pool or, uh, you know, other water related amenities.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's jump into it then. All right. So June 9th was when we left and I want to start with the airline that we flew because this was the first time we've ever flown Southwest. Um, People (laughs) people either love Southwest or they hate it. I have heard a lot of people sing praises for Southwest, but when I posted we were flying on Southwest on Instagram, the number of messages I got from people being like, "You idiot!" Yeah, basically, yes, yeah. It I it was fine. The flight ended up being fine. I found it to be incredibly stressful to have open seating with kids on the flight.
1: Oh yeah, no, it was an unreal amount of stress. I had no issue with our Southwest flight. I think it was my first time flying Southwest. I was unaware that it wasn't assigned seating. I've never experienced that on a plane. And just the fact oh, that, well, it was that it first was definitely time we're doing your, it, yeah, it was definitely your first time. If you've never experienced, we doing seating. it with kids. We didn't have um, carry-on bags, which makes life easier because that's the stress—is like, oh, i am going to be able to put my stuff in the overhead? Um, but if you want to sit together with your
0: five-year-old, you got to move. Given
1: the Southwest's reputation. Without a doubt, was better than that.
0: So, you know, we picked Southwest. Uh, I say we. I picked Southwest uh, because flights are just insane right now. Just the pr- the price to fly right. anywhere is just outrageous at the moment. And so Southwest has good prices and two free checked bags. So having two bags made a difference. Now, our oldest didn't come with us on this trip. He opted out because he's 13 and, you know, too cool for everything. Um, so oh, geez, there were four of us instead of five which made it slightly easier but i don't know and then southwest has a policy it's like all right any if you're traveling with a kid six or under you get quote-unquote priority seating but so they they board you know um people like elite member people. And the then people they who board membership. Fee. Yes. Well, the elite people, are the people with miles, then they board the people who paid the So you can pay to get priority boarding. So then they board those people. Then they board people who have kids six and under. And so by the time we got on, we were already towards the back of the plane. And what I hated was like getting on the plane. The first I'd say 10, 12 rows had people just sitting in the aisle with nobody middle or window Just not making eye contact, just trying desperately to be like, keep moving, which I found kind of awful. You know, it's like it's open seating. Somebody's going to sit next to you. So I don't know. I found the whole thing to be very stressful, but we did find seats together. It worked out. I just I don't know that it's the airline that I would go to in the future for family travel. If it was just me, that's cool. That's fine. Um, Yeah,
1: if you're going in a group it's and you care about sitting together with a small child.
0: (laughs) Yeah, with Uh, with a kid. Well, because, you know, our daughter's five. She's going to be six next. So we have a year left of being able to get that priority boarding. And I say priority because it's like pretty far down the line. Like priorities loose.
1: I'm not letting my six-year-old sit with some weirdo. On a Southwest flight. i
0: just not. <laughs> yeah. At one point, the flight attendant came on. They're like, oh, we've got three kids. Would anybody be willing to move? And I looked around and nobody was like making eye contact with this flight attendant. Yes. Yep. So people did. They grabbed their seats and they didn't want to move. So I don't know how comfortable I would feel in the future. Um, with that.
1: Oh hell no! But yeah, the, I, don't, I don't think we'd be doing anything again as a group. I mean, you you spelled it out for us. Yeah,
0: but the price was good. I will say because flights are just ugh, they're so bad right now. They're so so bad. Um, yeah. So I mean that it is what it is. Um, we got into Orlando and we used Turo again for a rental car.
1: Would you have an affiliate link for Turo? No, I don't. I love Turo.
0: Yeah, you know it's convenient, and you have a wide variety in multiple price ranges for a car.
1: What remind people what Turo is.
0: It's basically Airbnb for car rental.
1: So you just rent a car off a random stranger. Yeah. So people best.
0: will list their cars on this app. So you just put the app on your phone, you can browse through the the, the cars. So people put their cars up there to rent. And then I you know, I sort it by um, like, all right, I need somebody who's going to be able to drop it off at the airport because not everybody will do that. So you sort it by like, all right, who's going to be able to drop it off at Orlando Airport? And is there a fee to drop it off? And so you know, you have to take all that into consideration. But we got, what was it, a Nissan? We got a 2017 Nissan Ultima. Was it Ultima? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was fine. It fit everybody comfortably. Is big enough. It made a lot of weird noises. Like that car needed some work. This car had seen some things. That's it had not been maintained. That's the you know you're not getting you know a six month old car like you are if you go to Hertz. You're getting just somebody's beat up sedan, but. Well. Unless well, I mean, you, you can, more. yeah you can definitely get something nicer but it was he yeah. told he was For like 300
1: bucks a day i can get a range Rover. <laughs> but i'm not you know i'm, I'm not, not paying pay that it.
0: yeah i'm not paying that
1: especially if i have to just park it in a random parking lot at a hotel
0: well and i thought that was fun now i assume every um car owner does things differently but he was just like i'm in this parking garage it's parked in this row I'm like, I had, yeah, it it was unlocked with the keys in it. And he messaged me. We hadn't even left our house for the airport yet. And he was like, it's in the parking garage in Orlando. You know what? And I'm like, you know, if it's not there, it's not my, it's not my car. So, uh, okay. But
1: that tells you the state of this car. It survived. It didn't get stolen.
0: He did not. He could not care any less, which we'll get back to the lack of caring that the owner of this car had at the end of. Of our next episode, because uh, <laughs> it was just really something else. But you know, where it, it got us to where we needed to go,
1: which was where Cabana Bay. All right, at Universal, yes. don't fly Southwest, and, uh, and you can fly cool. it. But
0: if you've got little people, listen. If you don't, if you're flying with your teenagers and don't want to sit next to them, Southwest might be for you. <laughs> uh, if you've got a little person, maybe not so much. All right. Anyway, so we got to Cabana Bay. Uh, what did you think of? cabana bay first impressions when we pulled
1: in the initial impression versus a disney world resort is not great you know you, you pull up for you drive a you drive through or orlando that's which,
0: interesting because i didn't feel that way pulling up
1: and then you pull up to the hotel and it just felt the way it was laid out felt cramped and crowded like i'm going to a vegas hotel. okay it was and yeah sure enough, it was
0: very crowded it was
1: cramped and crowded
0: yeah okay but that was just the lobby area like i think about the lobby areas like when you first pull up to any of the value and i'm just talking specifically value because we stayed value resorts at both universal and disney world um i thought this looked particularly themed i thought this looked much nicer than the disney world it was too
1: themed it was very themed cabana bay all right what do we what are we comparing cabana bay to
0: pop century we're comparing it to pop century because that's where we stayed at Disney. Both are value resorts. They were almost the exact same price per night, so oh, well I think it's a it's a, I mean, it's ca- a pretty Bay app- is infinitely better. Yes, ex- exactly. I think it's a pretty good apples to apples comparison
1: if they're in the same price range. Yeah, and you went to Cabana Bay and then went to Pop Century, You, it's a it's y- a shock. The difference how you how you yeah. unexpectedly played yourself. Yeah, so bad. that's why.
0: <laughs> That's why I was surprised that you said that that was your initial impression because um, I thought it was nice.
1: Because I'm used to like the theming and you roll up, you know, Disney. And but see, I thought there entry. was
0: really nice theming because they had like, so the theming there, if you haven't heard of Cabana Bay or been there, um, it's retro, it's 50s themed. So you pull up and they have classic cars have in the parking free lot. Three classic
1: cars in the parking lot. Yeah. They've been beat to death by the Florida sun. Yeah.
0: They're, and probably by people, they've got little signs that be like, please don't touch. Please stop molesting the
1: cars. You know people
0: are like hanging all over those taking photos of them. But, you know, they've got classic cars in there and you go in and everything is very mid-century modern. And like the nice mid-century modern. <laughs> You know, like Not Mad, the, like, the Mad really Men. For Micah. Yeah, mid-century no for Micah. Like, think Mad Men mid century modern. Um, they've got a bowling alley with a diner upstairs. It just, I thought the theming was really, really cute and fun. I liked Cabana Bay a lot. Um, what I didn't like was that there is no online check in option at Cabana Bay versus How long did Disney World. It take World. you to check in you forever. Liked this a while. Forever. Uh, Yeah. And I felt so bad because I knew you guys were just sitting in the car waiting for me to check in. It took forever because there's a big long line. And Disney World, you know, you can check in online or in the app ahead of time and put your room preferences and all that stuff in ahead of time. Not the case with Universal Resorts. It, It was my understanding that they email some people for online check in, but even then you still have to go up to the counter. It's just supposed to be a faster process, but I never got that email so <laughs> I was, I kept looking like all morning. I was refreshing. Am I going to get the online check in email? Cause I don't want, I just dread standing in the line to check in. Boring. I dread it. Exactly. Um, and it just, the employee, and he was a nice guy, but could not for the life of him figure out how to like put my credit card on file. Um, he was apologetic. You know, he was nice about it, but he kept swiping yeah,
1: my card. 100%. You're right. He was bad at it. Cause the moment, we tried it to didn't use work. that card. Yeah. It didn't work. And every... I guess they don't call them cast members, but every... Team em- member. Every team member noted, like, got a look on their face that tell you this card did something they didn't expect <laughs> it had your name in the, it was like, (laughs) greetings of the day, Elster, Julie, Julie.
0: Yes. Yeah. So this guy, he was like, who's going to be in this room and that room? And I'm like, aren't the names on the reservations? But I just wanted to be done with this. So I was like, Julie's in this room. Kurt's in this room. Like just trying to get through this. So we had two rooms, um, connecting rooms, just trying to get through it. And it took forever. And he kept swiping my card and then he'd hand it back to me. So I'd put it in my wallet put it in my purse. Oh, I need it again. That happened three times. I kept putting my card away for him to be like, I need it again. And yeah, so on your room key, your name is printed on the room key. And I lost Kennedy's, our daughter's room key. I dropped it somewhere. So I ran down to the front desk to get another one. And the uh, the woman at the front desk was like, how did what is with your names in here like she couldn't figure it out she was like i don't understand why and i was like is my name in there twice she's like yeah and then it's not capitalized and she's like this is just bizarre so it that was an experience um i think that
1: was, i don't think that's representative no of i think Kavana that Man was anyway. just a
0: me experience which is kind of the theme of this trip it's like every bizarre little thing that could happen um, but our room was ni- the rooms themselves right, so like four to
1: five days later. We got up to the
0: room. Yeah. And the rooms were nice. I liked they were big and it was floor to ceiling windows. And we had a pool view and we were on the top floor, too.
1: I thought the, the rooms were extremely pleasant. I would compare them to the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. Comparable in layout, yeah. appearance, etc. Not as high end. But but yes, you're right. Uh, and that view, that floor-to-ceiling window with the view of the pool was great. I thought it, those rooms were extremely nice. However, uh, we are a married couple, and they're like, "Here's your twin bed. Have fun." Well,
0: I think that's, uh, you know, you expect that with most hotel rooms, unfortunately. But, but you're right. Yeah. So, but you know what else? With Universal, surprised me. They don't guarantee connecting rooms, and Disney does. Now we got connecting we rooms. We did get one. We did. But they don't guarantee them because the, when I checked in, the guy was like, oh, you got connecting. rooms." like, he was like thrilled for me that I got the connecting room. And I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. I had requested them. We got them, but it's not guaranteed. So something to keep in mind. But we had connecting rooms. So I thought the rooms point, were really nice. Evening,
1: right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, we went down to the bowling alley, I believe, in the evening and we ate at the diner that's a part of the bowling alley, which was surprisingly good
1: what did i have i think it's just like a veggie burger the I product, think? yeah the veggie options at universal are do you want a veggie burger and that's it that is every single place <laughs> it this just is the felt one like thing. that it did i'm always really pleasant universal is the underdog here there is no way around it and so i'm always pleasantly surprised when universal does something as well or better than disney world given that like One is, you know, three million acres or whatever the hell. And the other one, you know, the other one was like, (laughs) one is the state of Florida. The other one is like Comcast's theme park. It's very, it's odd when you think about it. Uh, But the one thing that, hands down, Universal does not do as well as Disney is food. 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 There just is no way around it. And it is compounded when you eat primarily plant based, like we do. Yeah. Because they're just like, hey, you want a Beyond Burger because we've got Beyond Burgers, and that's <laughs> that is. It doesn't matter where you go, what you're doing. That is your option. Beyond Burger, yeah, and some, and some Cisco fries that got thawed out earlier that day.
0: And we'll eat seafood as well. I try not to eat too much seafood, but we do eat seafood that does give us more options. But and gas. even the <laughs> speak for yourself. This man does not represent me. Funny, uh, but. Yeah, even with add even adding seafood to that mix, there weren't a ton of options. Um, but I remember the food being good there and the prices were reasonable. And I also appreciate that universal, I get the annual pass holder discount just like across the board on yeah, stuff, which don't. isn't the case at Disney.
1: Yeah, Disney has a lot of carve-outs and exceptions. Yeah, yeah and, and it's, it's less like so universal. In many universal. cases, it's clearly just like, well, this item's expensive, and you're going to pay for it. So <laughs> right. it's just exempted. <laughs> right, right. Like, oh, did you want a lightsaber from Doc Ondar? Exempted. Yeah. But the lightsaber blade, weirdly, is not.
0: Well, because the blade's only, what, 30 bucks? It's basically like
1: anything you really want or we think you're going to sell on eBay.
0: Uh, but, I, you know, really, the only thing that... I had a hard time with was trying to get, I wanted to get bowling for the kids and we couldn't because it fills up and we asked them and they're like, yeah, you have to be here right when the bowling alley opens. Cause it fills up very quickly. But just sitting there in the bowling alley was fun. We watched other people bowl. Um, we ate dinner there. We had to explain to our kids, you know, in diners, like the straw holders where you lift the top to get your straws. They were like, what is that? Cause they had never seen that before. So I was like, it's a diner thing. Cause this is all supposed to be fifties themed. They had never seen that before. So I I enjoyed the theming of Cabana Bay. I thought the price was great. I liked that it wasn't a motel. I mean, there it's like it's a couple of towers and you know it's it was very nice.
1: I liked that hotel a lot. If I have to rate it on the theming, the theming's not up to par. I think you just ignore the theming, and it is just on its own a extremely nice hotel at a reasonable price for the area. For who cares about the theming?
0: I disagree. I thought the theming was cute and fun. They had posters and stuff everywhere. You know, 50s. I'm
1: going to take you to this bowling alley over here in our (laughs) neighboring suburb and be like, look, it's bowling alley themed.
0: No, no, no. Not even close. Not even close. They had like phone booths. You took a photo of me in the phone booth. Like we were screwing around with that stuff. I thought there was a lot of cute stuff at Cabana Bay. I disagree with you on that. I thought the theming was nice.
1: I think the surprise part uh, for me was the cafeteria is the better option. The qu- the quick service. The quick service. Wrote, it's cafeteria food. Quick it's, service uh, yeah, is code for cafeteria. It's like a
0: cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That uh, had a surprising number of options mm-hmm. and I thought they were good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Like. and
1: Well, the oh, fact too. They convenient had- parking. At Disney, they're like, hey, we know it's 108. Park your car in the hot, hot sun and walk to it. What's your problem? Universal <laughs> oh, was yeah, like, here's a parking we garage. We had a parking garage. You always have an option to park the car covered.
0: Yes, yeah, you're right. I had, you know, I had not considered that just because typically we don't drive.
1: I appreciate that. Directly behind the hotel was the parking garage.
0: You're right. A lot it lot of does. Do. It yes, they do, and especially now that Magical Express isn't an option, which is why we got a turo because Magical Express isn't an option. So it made more sense for us uh, to, and because we were switching from Universal to Disney, it made more sense for us to have our own vehicle, even though we really didn't drive too much, but I liked that we had it. Uh, but you're right. The parking garage. Hey, very nice. Anyway, the hotel has a lazy river, which is something else. Value resorts at Disney. They really don't have like their pools are pretty basic when you're at the value resorts.
1: that's I think that's probably my number one criticism of the value resorts at Disney is when you go see what the pools at the moderate and deluxe look like, And then you go back to the value resort pool. You're like, what is your problem? (laughs) Most HOAs have pools about this level.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this one had a lazy river. So they had, you know, a pretty standard pool. uh, But they also had a lazy river. And they had, uh, like, seating with sand. So, like, if you have a kid who wants to build a sandcastle, also an option. They've got tubes for you to purchase so you can, you know, float around the lazy river. Uh, But we didn't have
1: to – we didn't even go to that pool because we could – the nice part about Cabana Bay, you walk to their water park. Ah, from private the hotel. entrance.
0: Yes, private entrance to the water park, which oh, we did end up doing. So cool. Yes.
1: All right. So let's get into
0: our first day then, because our, you know, we checked in, um, we had dinner, but other than exploring the hotel, it was a pretty quiet day. So June tenth was our first park day, and so we decided to do Islands of Adventure. And now, when you stay, You're a Wizard Harry, <laughs> when you stay at a Universal Hotel Resort. You get early entry. And so you have to check the app because it, it will vary which park it is. For us, it was Islands of Adventure. You get in one hour early. And with early entry, that includes Wizarding World. So we were You're like a wizard. Harry. <laughs> Sweet. We'll get so we got we got up early. Um and we got there an hour before to get like right before the park opened for early entry. And so our game plan was to do Hagrid's. <laughs> Not Dumbledore, Hagrid. I've got presents. There were no presents. All there was was a two hour wait. A Ooh. two hour wait. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we rope dropped Hagrid's, which, all right, after this trip and doing more rides at Universal, do you still think Hagrid's is the best ride in Orlando? You've said that previously. <sighs> You didn't do Guardians, but you did do Velocicoaster.
1: Yeah, I think. All right, if I have to pick the my my top three rides in Orlando, and I really I don't think any of this is controversial. I think anyone who's done all of it regularly will agree with me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Hagrid's Velocicoaster and Rise of the Resistance. Okay, top two of the top three are at Universal. Okay, Isn't that interesting. You haven't done and roller. Coasters. You have not
0: done Guardians though because of your barfiness. But I'm going to argue that Guardians is up there. It was one of the most fun rides I've ever been on. We will get to that, but Guardians is up there. Okay, so Hagrid's is still your number one. Um, So we got there. We went straight to Hagrid's, and this has worked for us in the past. Um, But after this particular uh, wait, I think I would reevaluate how I would tour Universal. I would still definitely say get there before they let you in for the one-hour early entry. But once we got in line, I saw the posted wait time was 200 minutes. Uh-huh. So I think what we should have done instead, we should have checked the wait time. And if it's 120, 120 minutes are over, skip Hagrid's for now. I think that would be my advice. If the po- Because the posted wait time was 200, it dropped to 120. So, you know, they started out real high and then the, it levels out to what it actually is. But 120 ended up being accurate. It was a two-hour wait for us. We
1: rope dropped that park.
0: And it was still two early hours. We entry
1: and wasted two hours yep. in line. And the early part of that queue at open, they're like snaking you all through that park. You're in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard
0: to tell when you're snaking through. You're like, well, this line's moving the whole time. Cause I've been in other rope drop situations where you're snaking through crazy parts of the park that aren't related to the ride you're waiting for, but you're moving the entire time and you get right on. That was not the case. So, what we should have done was uh, the moment we realized this wait time is posted 200, we've stopped like in a different land completely, gotten out of line and done other wizarding um, rides or done velocicoaster, cause that's your other Stop. option. There were no presents. Yeah, just sad, sad Harry Potter music. <laughs> so that's what that I think would be my advice. If you see 120 or less, get in line because it'll probably be less than 120. Like whatever's posted, it'll be slightly less assuming you get there right at opening. But if it's over 120, skip it, skip it. Um, do other things in the Wizarding World because you can do anything. You can get a wand, you can cast spells. You can do the wand show at Ollivander's. You can do the rides. You know, You there's so many other things you can do. You can ride VelociCoaster. So do all of that stuff first and then wait for the morning rush to die down or go back to Hagrid's at the end of the day.
1: Well, and the, and one of the nifty parts about the Universal app, even both those app, both the Universal and Disney apps just utterly suck in their own right for different <laughs> reasons. It's true. The Universal one has a nice feature. You can... Get a push notification if a wait time on a ride drops.
0: Yes, yes. So set your, you know, notifications for, and I would say Hagrid's, I would wait if, and especially if you've never been on it, I think I would wait up to 90 minutes, personally. Now, I think I've done it enough times that like today I wouldn't wait 90 minutes. But the first time we wrote it, we waited over an hour and I was like, worth it. You know, we, we walked away and we were all like, that was worth it. So if you've never done it before, 90 minutes, just do it. Just do it.
1: I wouldn't wait more than 90 minutes for anything.
0: You know, but you did though the first time you wrote Hagrids, and when we got off, we all agreed it was worth it. So I mean you I know you say that, and I agree because I typically wouldn't either. But if you're somebody who's this is your one trip to Universal and you really want to do Hagrids and you're excited well, that's about why it. It's
1: important to set goals. Yes. You're like, this no, is the priority I want to yes.
0: do. Yes. Totally, totally priorities. Um, But, yeah, I think if the wait time is too high, do other things, go back, because after the morning, the wait times will dip. So I would definitely change that strategy. If I could go back, that's what I would have done. I would have done other things. Because that totally threw off uh, our morning. (laughs) You know, it wasn't a total loss, though, um, because our five-year-old talked for months about Seuss Landing. She... Is a
1: Dr. Seuss enthusiast.
0: <laughs> she was obsessed with the idea of Seuss Landing. Like, we have to go back to Seuss Landing. We only got to do like one or two rides last time in Seuss Landing. And I had promised her we would do more. So we finished up Hagrid's two hours. So like by the time we got off, the park had already been just regular open for an hour so I was like, well, let's go over to Seuss Landing because I knew wait times would still be low in Seuss Landing. And we were able to knock out everything. We did all of it. <laughs> we we went on the carousel. We did one fish, two fish, which is like Dumbo, but with fish. We did everything.
1: Hold up. You did the carousel? We did the carousel, which,
0: you know, I'd, maybe I'm crazy. I think it goes faster than a regular carousel. I was
1: like, whoa. <laughs> well, it has to be crazy because it's... It Carasusel. was,
0: I liked it. It was very cute. The animals were like all crazy Seuss animals.
1: Yeah, you know, from one of those stupid YouTube videos we watched, I learned that even there are no straight lines in Dr. Seuss land at Universal, including the trees, which they are transplanted trees that were damaged by hurricane winds.
0: You know, it's funny. You were sitting in the shade, I think, eating a pretzel or something when I took our daughter to go on the Carousel. Uh, she kept telling me that over and over again, not about the trees, but about the straight lines over. Mommy, there are no straight lines in Seuss Landing. Mommy, look at that.
1: No straight lines. Like she was so proud that she knew that Seuss Landing had no straight lines. Did she know that Dr. Seuss and the Tim Burton Batmans are both excellent examples of German Impressionism?
0: I don't think that our five-year-old knew that. She was like, hey, this is Impressionism. Do you want me to go wake her up and you can tell her?
1: About German Impressionism? Yeah. Mm,
0: We'll wait. Okay, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she did everything. I will also say tons of characters around Seuss Landing. So that made her day as well. We spotted the Grinch. We spotted the Cat in the Hat. Ah! We saw all sorts of characters. And then, like, the Lorax was walking around. And then they all came out and did a show. Ah! They were. (laughs) Listen, the Lorax speaks for the trees. Okay. Ah! They were singing Seeing and those dancing. those characters brought to life. Terrifying. I thought it was cute. You know what? She was into it. You were busy eating a pretzel.
1: Okay, yes. You I were was... like
0: jamming your face with, you know, plastic cheese and a pretzel. Mmm.
1: <laughs> well. Plastic
0: cheese. I was dancing along to some song that the Lorax was dancing to. I don't know. All I know is our five-year-old was thrilled. She was thrilled. Funny. I think often she feels like... She's just following us around. So yeah, it was nice in to lines do. For yeah. A ride she can't do. All right. So it was what four, five hundred degrees yeah, at roughly. this point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: <laughs> birds were bursting into flame. Yes. That was our lunch. <laughs> it was not. You're right. I don't eat meat. You sit on a throne of
0: lies. <laughs> um, oh, so we did the water ride.
1: What was the name of this thing?
0: Bluto's Rat Bilge Barge. Oh, it rolls off the tongue. I don't know. I cannot say that. I had to read it. I'm like looking at my notes. I had to read the name to get it right. I don't know why I can't say that one.
1: Uh, Because it's ridiculous. Bluto's Rat Bilge Barge. It's a tongue twister.
0: It is. That is one of my favorite rides but we were all our sh- we were, our shoes were all wet by the end which is really the only downsize if you're wearing and sneakers
1: specifically say you're not allowed to take your shoes off yeah we had a
0: discussion in line we were like we'll just take our shoes yeah, off we're, we'll, we'll take our thing. shoes off I was the only one of of our group I brought two pairs of shoes I was the only one so the rest of you were like sticking hair dryers in your shoes you know' it worked when we got back I did not. not I just let my hair dry but it worked <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's like one of those big round raft rides. What are those called? Is there a name for those types of rides?
1: It's a raft ride. Is that just what it's called? A raft ride?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. It was big a raft circular ride. Circular raft.
1: So I got it right the first time. But they this one is long and fabulous and guarantees you're going to get soaked. Yeah. There you, is no way around it. You yeah. You will get soaked.
0: I've gone on Cali River Rapids, also round raft ride. And come off completely dry. Like the only place I'm wet is like where the seat was a little wet when I sat down. Um, but this one, I've been on a few times and just drenched every time, from head to toe, drenched. But it was so freaking hot. Yeah, worth it. It was like 90 something degrees.
1: I wore jorts that day. <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest it's going to be this entire trip. I'm wearing my jorts.
0: Listen. No one supported your Jorts decision. No one. Except me. No
1: one. <laughs> I believe in me. Uh-huh. 87 degrees. And I was like, well, this is cool weather by Orlando standards. Okay, but if you More looked at jorts, the,
0: if you looked at mm-mm. the feels like temperature, it was still like 96. The feels like was always like eight to ten higher when right, we were feels there. Feels
1: like is just science lying to me.
0: Feels like means that the air is so thick that like you can barely move through it. It just was disgusting. It was so gross out. It was hot and humid and gross.
1: And so we're standing like, so anyway, we're like, we spent $10,000 to go to Orlando. And then after two hours, we're like, it's too hot and left.
0: Wait, so do you remember when we were in line for rat bilge Barge? I had to stop and read it again. Rat bilge barge. And it's, st- we were like almost to our raft and it started to rain. I was like, what? You could abbreviate it. The BRB barge. The BRB barge. Volutos That's rat
1: bilge <laughs> barge. BRB barge.
0: Okay. That sounds like the Be Right Back barge. The Burb The Burb hmm Okay. So we were about to get on the Burb Bee to get wet, and it started to rain. We get on the raft, and it starts raining, which I was like, this defeats the purpose of this water ride. Although I think by the time we got off, it had stopped raining anyway. The water ride's more fun than the rain. It's true. It is. I was mostly looking to cool off, but our kids love it. They were laughing hysterically and holding hands, which like, as a mom, I was like, oh they were well they were two holding hands the five year old
1: was just kind of gripping the elder child why are you ruining this for me why are you ruining this I mean I got a video on my phone of it if you want to see it it
0: was adorable adorable. he was like
1: grudgingly accepting of this he
0: you shush he loves his sister Dumbledore (laughs) Uh, okay so after that we're dripping wet I didn't care because it was so hot Uh, we went over to the Jurassic Park area for lunch and I experienced literally literally the literally worst, literally the worst, most unorganized mobile order experience of my entire life
1: uh, uh, uh. you didn't say the magic word
0: I must not have it was terrible
1: it was bad. I also you were up there for the I line. was
0: like, oh, here, I was like, I placed the order. it says it's ready. Why don't you go up there? And you're like, okay, like we we did not think anything of it." You walk up there, 15 minutes you're gone, and then you text me. You're like, I don't know what's going on. I need you to come and help me. <laughs> so we switched spots. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I was just like, he's oh, he's so dramatic. Like Men, right? Ladies, come on. Am I right? Men. They can't get anything done. That was what I was thinking. But no, I got Excuse up there. No, you know. The ladies know. I got up there and I was like, oh, no, he was right. <laughs> this is a cluster. It's just such it was they they had somebody up there who was like oh don't pay attention to the app you have to check in with me but he was just sitting there not like announcing this
1: he did stay weirdly silent
0: yeah he could have been like ladies and gentlemen if you placed a mobile order come check in with me that if i were that employee every several minutes i'd be like if you you have a mobile order and you haven't checked in with me please come up here and check in with me so i can make sure your your orders you want to
1: deal with those people
0: Well, the problem is, now, so you had figured it out and checked in with him because I didn't know if you did. So I tried to check in with him and he got mad at me So because I tried to double check in. Um, But other people didn't know this. And some woman was screaming at him being like, we've been standing here for 40 minutes and we had no idea. So people were really angry. So that was a big, like, it was just a mess. It was a big mess. But when we did finally get our food, I thought it was delicious. And it was something that wasn't just a veggie burger. It was like a portobello mushroom burger. I thought it was really good. I was like, all right, this is something different and delicious.
1: Uh, It was good. So once we actually got the food. (laughs) That doesn't matter because we're at Dino Bites and we, which was incredibly crowded. And last time we were there, it was super crowded. We then saw a man Order off the secret menu.
0: Oh my God. So this was when you were still sitting or standing up there confused by the mobile order process. Uh, Our son and I are sitting there and a guy at the table next to us, I see him sit down with a napkin full of shredded lettuce. He had gone up to, they had a condiment bar, not a salad bar, a condiment bar with like slices of tomato, shredded lettuce, pickles, things to put on like your sandwich. He had made himself a little napkin salad With the condiments, it was the and he was eating it off of a napkin with his fingers. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever. I think maybe he just gave up on the mobile order process and he was like, "Forget it." Don't get cheap on me, Dodson.
1: Oh please, he did not. He was like, (laughs) "I have the ultimate money saving hack. I say, just steal condiments and eat those."
0: Do you think he's like a universal water
1: and? ketchup packets boom you just made tomato soup do you think he's like
0: a universal blogger like how to save like you see some of these crazy bloggers i see like a lot of crazy mommy bloggers who do disney and they're like here's my secret hack and it's always just ridiculous stuff (laughs) to save money Is like
1: credit card fraud yeah
0: yes sneak into someone's dirty hotel room and sleep there yeah no it's it's super bizarre stuff so maybe that's what he does
1: potentially (laughs) initially we were all horrified, but later I was, I was impressed. I laughed once I had time to process. So
0: we were sitting out on like a veranda. So we were at a window and this guy was on the, he was on the inside. We were on the outside. He was on the inside. So he couldn't see us as well, I guess, because the reflection, I don't know, but we were like staring because we couldn't believe it. We could not believe it. So anyway, after our condiment salads and portobello mushrooms, um, we left because it was 400 degrees. I about what time I was had this? so many plans. Oh gosh, it was probably one. Yeah, it was after never lunch. We made it
1: past one. I
0: don't think, yeah, maybe one day we made it past one, but even then it wasn't much past one because it was so hot. I had all these plans. I was like, we're getting there early. We did. We did. We were lined up before early entry and it just did not pan out the way that I wanted it to. The crowds, the heat. I had overheard I was soaked jorts. you had jorts. You know the jorts. I didn't want to be seen with jorts anyway. Time to go back to the hotel room. You also had on a tank top, a tank top and jorts.
1: Yeah, that's a good look. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I overheard somebody say that Hagrids was running. They weren't running as many cars. How I, would they know? I don't know. I don't know. But it definitely you felt a lot that of way. Things in
1: these lines, where you are like, I. Don't I'm pretty sure you're just making that up.
0: Maybe, but for a 200-minute wait when we were there, like in the line before part, like we were there before early entry and we went straight to Hagrid's. At a two, like we've done Hagrid's before, well after regular park opening. And not, and we did it on New Year's Day. We did it, remember? That's one of the busiest days of the year at these parks. And we didn't wait that long. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. It just... It was an off day. We really did not accomplish nearly as much as I would have liked to. But you know, it is what it is. So we mostly just kind of sat in the hotel. Like we were just so
1: wiped. We got back and then just sat in, in the, the hotel AC. Room. I will say the bus service that Universal runs
0: fantastic.
1: It it is fast. Yes, it is literally like the same model bus
0: nicer because they have tv screens and it's it kind of reminded me of magical express you remember like when you'd ride magical express to the disney resort and they'd be like here are all the cool things disney has to offer and it would kind of get you excited for your trip you know nah, they don't do that anymore obviously but universal had like that type of promo video just on their regular buses they're like hey here's all this cool stuff you could do at universal on their regular buses so yeah their buses were fast Um, you know, we would get on, we'd go immediately and it's such a quick drive because everything is right there. So
1: yeah, that, that was nice.
0: Loved that. So yeah, then we just kind of vegged in our hotel room. Um, but then you and I attempted a date night.
1: Yeah. How'd that go? I don't know. You tell me. I don't remember it. You don't remember our date night? At Universal? No, I couldn't tell you a single thing we did Wow. So that heat really like mind wiped you. Yeah. The last thing I remember is blow drying my shoes or maybe it was something else. The Duff Beer. It was
0: all the Duff Beer. It was all the Duff Beer. Uh, so we went to Universal Studios. I can't believe you don't remember this. Okay, husband, let me tell you about the evening we spent together. All right. <laughs> you and I went to Universal Studios. We did a little bit of shopping. We walked through the shops. They have a really cool tribute store set up right now. And this store, they swap out like what's in there periodically. But right now, it's like a classic movies tribute store so they have all of like their older ip so back to the future jaws et you don't remember the tribute store though
1: i remember the tribute the tribute store, store was really cute and, I remember and we fun got a, a, a duff beer
0: yes and then we got duff beer i liked the tribute store because it's the universal i remember as a kid because i hadn't been to universal um up until earlier this year i hadn't been in many many years and so like my memories of universal are E. T. Back to the Future, Jaws, King Kong, and it's a very different park now. So it was oh, man, fun. That E. T. ride, Whew. yeah, the E. T. ride's still there. Uh, <laughs> we didn't do it this time, but it is um, a classic, and I mean that exactly the way I said it. A classic. <laughs>
1: a classic with a lot of deferred maintenance.
0: Yes, uh, we did buy a an out out of time license plate from Back to
1: the Future to hang up in our garage. Yeah, So we did get something from the Tribute Store. It is hidden amongst several real license plates.
0: I had such choice paralysis, and now I kind of wish that I had gotten something from the Back to the Future section. Because growing up Back to the Future, I was obsessed with Back to the Future. It was my favorite movie. And I wish – I'm always super weird about buying stuff for myself, so I wish that I had stopped to buy something, but – yeah, you don't
1: do it, and I'm not about to encourage you. Cause ah! that's more stuff for me.
0: <laughs> yeah you you don't have the same problem. You'll just go and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, unless you unless you, I need you to be like, oh, just go go ahead, just get something. Then I'm like, okay, then right. I'll do it. If I want it, it's cool. If
1: you want it, it's stupid. Ah, yeah,
0: understood. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so we checked out the tribute store. Uh, we got some Duff beer. We went over to Springfield, USA. Which I love I wish Springfield, USA was a bigger area. Because I, it's
1: so well done. It is very well done. And it's a lot of fun.
0: It's photo opportunity after photo opportunity. Um, but so we sat down and had uh duff beers, which I had duff light, which was I would compare it to just any light domestic beer. You had a regular duff, which was more amber if I recall. I don't I didn't try yours, so I don't know what I'd compare it to, but yours was Definitely darker. I uh, just. It was it, an amber ale. Was it amber? If memory serves, it was amber.
1: In no way was it watered down. It was like, this is good, well flavored American draft beer.
0: You know, I thought I saw, maybe I'm mistaken. I thought I saw that they had Duff Dry too, but maybe not. Because if I. It, it, that was like after the fact that I saw that. If I had seen that, I would have tried that one too. But we had Duff and Duff Light, which was really fun. We also rode on uh the fast and the furious okay please tell me you remember fast and the furious
1: only the ride's so bad it's good
0: yes that i laughed the entire time that is the worst ride i've ever been on but in like the most fun way
1: excuse me that's vin diesel
0: (laughs) and the whole time they're like hey yo we're family now we're family we're family we're family family hey we're gonna take you to this after party get on the party bus after party. And then, so the whole, like, the premise of this ride is that you're, like, you're on this party bus and you're going to this after party.
1: But the FBI tries to stop you? Yes. I think. And they get to shoot out with the, the- feds.
0: <laughs> Duh, of course they do. Vin Diesel's hanging off a helicopter. I just can't get over the way they She's depict after parties. Agents. The way they depict, like, the party, the club, it's, like, what I thought clubs were like when I was, like, 15. That was the way this was depicted. You know, like before you actually go to a club and see how gross they are for real, and you're like, oh, this is a club. The way they depict it is like what? Yeah, you're like squish, squish. Yeah, yep. And, you know, in this depiction, everyone's very beautiful, which is definitely not the case when you go to a real club.
1: And I am still like this doesn't make sense. (sighs)
0: So uh, we were on the... Party bus with a really fun group, so they play like early two thousands party music, which also makes it really funny. And so, turn down for what came on? What? There it is. And are the people on our bu- on our party bus just lost it? And they were singing "Turn Down they for were What" ready for it. They were. It. They, heard they heard. They heard the song start, and, and they as all soon were like, as the, "Oh!" As they yes. Soon as
1: the drop hit, everybody they're like, "Turn down row, for what? What?"
0: Okay, wait, wait, try this again. Turn down for... What? There we go. Funniest experience of the evening. I laughed so hard. And then the woman next to me who was part of this group was apologizing. I'm so sorry. We're so... I was like, no, please. You're the best part of this ride. <laughs> Which they all loved that I thought they were the best part of the ride. Hooray, and they I so. were. So another um, unfortunate uh, happening was that we were supposed to get together with Allie from Wish Upon a Planner. And she was on the podcast a while back. And we were supposed to meet up with her. And it did not happen. I just, I don't know if it's the heat or what, but like we kept, and I was really trying, I was like, we're doing this. And you were like, you know, we're not doing this. I was like, no, we're doing this.
1: Yeah, think yeah you were like, happening.
0: you know, this isn't happening. I know it, you know it. I just, I felt so bad. It just, it's like, no matter what we tried, I just couldn't get our scheduling to where I wanted it to be on this trip. And this day was just like peak scheduling disaster from beginning to end. So we were supposed to be at to like midnight with the babysitter, with the in-room sitter. And we ended up back in a room by like 9.30 because I just like, we could not function anymore. And the fact that you-
1: exhaustion will do that. Yeah, you
0: don't even remember the evening that well just proves like the heat just, took so much out of us on this day so i was
1: exhausted by the end
0: i felt so i was texting Allie apologizing endlessly so i'm hoping that her and i can hang out and we can do a disney evening soon but it didn't happen on this trip which truly stinks but we at least got some some sleep we got in early and we got some sleep i know hopefully she'll forgive me all right so the next day june 11th um I, at this point, because of how tired we were the night before and the heat, I was like, all right, we need to just sleep in a little bit. Not too much. Like, we were still up and out at a decent time. But just, I was like, the one hour, you know, we did the one hour before regular park opening. It didn't serve us well. I'm not pushing it the next day. So this was June 11th. We slept in just a little bit to kind of recover. And I was like, all right, our plan is to just go straight to VelociCoaster. So back to Islands of Adventure and we did VelociCoaster. And it was a little after regular park opening when we got there. Um, and VelociCoaster, the wait was only 30 minutes. I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, we only waited 30 minutes.
0: After the day before with Hagrid's and our two-hour wait, I regretted so much standing in that line. When I saw, I was like, look at this. It's like a little after nine, which is regular park opening. Wait times on everything except Hagrid's still low. I regretted wearing jorts so much. That day. <laughs> uh, you know what? I also regretted you wearing jorts.
1: I love my jorts.
0: (laughs) All right, VelociCoaster. Tell me your thoughts on the newest roller coaster in Orlando. Well, I shouldn't say that. I guess Guardians is newer now. Um, But the newest roller coaster at Universal, which a lot of people are saying is the best roller coaster. Just period.
1: VelociCoaster is incredible. So every ride you roller coaster you've ever been on that goes upside down, Probably banged you around, just like slapped your head around. And you're just like belted into that thing to the point where, you know, there's absolutely zero danger with this thing. Velocicoaster goes (laughs) the other way. They said it's really smooth. It's modern. It's not going to knock you around, but it's going to be one of the longest roller coasters you ever go on. And it is. Look up the ride time. It is crazy how long this thing is. It does all kinds of crazy stuff. It goes over water through trees. And this is the most amazing part. There is no harness. It is just a lap bar that keeps you into a ride that goes like full inverted corkscrew. I, that, you're going to get, at all times, you think you're about to get yeeted out of this thing. <laughs> That's what you kept saying
0: to our 11 year old. Is this yeet? Am I getting yeeted? Yeet.
1: Yeah, and then he started crying, so it really didn't work out in my favor. I
0: really thought that the lap bar – now, like, you pull the lap bar down over your head, so it's kind of harness-like, but it's not over your shoulders. Like, it doesn't touch your shoulders. It's only across your lap. It's a big lap bar. I thought that would bother me. I was like, they're going to strap me, and I'm going to flip out. I didn't at all. Like it's so secure. I did once I was secured. I didn't think about it again. When and you're I, upside
1: down. And I'm you're telling hanging you, by your thighs.
0: I thought about it the entire time we stood in line. I thought about it the entire like we woke up and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, because I knew we were doing it and I was nervous.
1: This thing is so wild. But once wild. I got on
0: there, it was so secure. I didn't think about it this again. Thing's so
1: wild. They make you go through a metal detector to make sure there's nothing in your pockets. Now they do
0: that on other roller coasters at Universal. You didn't ride any other. They do do that on. other other rides I will say but but yes they don't want they don't want to do, do them on like little baby rides not on the baby rides no, on the other on roller the coasters. Really nutty
1: roller coasters
0: so we on this one. now I have a rule with my kids that I don't I won't force them to go on anything but I will push them to go on things that I think that they will love and that they're ready for and if so you're, like, hey,
1: you're being a sissy I do no, uh, like, uh, that. Is approach. Approach. that is not my approach on this right it's not my approach at all um, you use so different language but it's the approach.
0: It is not the approach. So with our 11-year-old, I knew I was like he's ready for this. He's done other roller coasters, he's ready for it. Um so I was just I didn't I didn't say he had to do it, but I also didn't really present any other options. I was just like we're getting in line. And so we got in line and I could tell he was nervous, but I was like, it's going to be fun. It's fast. Like it's going to be over before you know it. And so we're getting closer. We do. We, because we have the five-year-old with us, we have to go into the family room where they, you you know, do a writer switch. So I was like, I'll go first with the 11 year old. So you stayed in the family room with our daughter. I took him. And then you go through like another, like real short queue um, where Chris Pratt is on the screen in character basically telling you if you go on this roller coaster you're gonna die like that's the whole like
1: pre-show um, Have you seen any of the jurassic world movies yes that's like all he does yeah but i don't but even just, know why they employ him but i'm just saying like he just hangs out <laughs> doing his job while also telling them everything's a terrible idea okay and then of course he's right okay yes but i'm just saying
0: like if you're 11 and already scared having chris pratt like, yelling on a giant screen into the camera, like, at you, if you get on this roller coaster, you will
1: die! Yeah, like, that probably said, wasn't helping. It's like, hey, you're gonna get eaten by dinosaurs. I mean, if your 11-year-old thinks he's gonna get eaten by dinosaurs, it's hopeless. I don't think he heard just that part. strap him in and hope for the best.
0: I think he just heard Chris Pratt yelling, if you get on this ride, you're gonna die. So I could tell he's getting more and more nervous. So then we get up to where they, they lost and they gave us They're like, all right, you're, you know, row three or whatever. So we walk up there, and he I could tell he was panicking to, like, he started to get teary eyed and I so I grabbed it. I was like, oh, listen, geez, you Rick. don't have to do this. I'm like, I will tell this team member right now that you're not going on it. And, and then you have to walk
1: backwards. They through will this line through everybody. You're no, go no, no. Machine. I guarantee
0: they have a door to get you back. Because like it's you just walk to the other side. Guaranteed this happens all the time on this ride. I don't think it would have been a big deal. And so I was telling I'm like, you don't have to do it. You can just you can go back into the family waiting area. It's not a big deal. Like I just I don't ever want like I want to push my kids to do stuff. I want to push them out of their comfort zone. But I don't ever want them to feel like mom forced me to do this and I didn't want to do it. And so he thought it like I could. T- he sat and thought about it for a second, you know, because there was a party in front of us. And he's thinking about it, and then he goes, "No, no, I'm okay. I'm going to do it." And I was so proud. Like I really thought he was going to say he was going to go back to the team member. He's no, I'm going to do it. And oh, I was no, so I was proud of him.
1: Forced to ride a roller coaster. So, that's age appropriate. He's and eleven. Really awesome.
0: He's eleven. It's. I remember being scared of roller coasters. I do. That's half the fun. So we get on the ride, and he's I was like rubbing his arm i'm like it's gonna be i was like it's super fast it's gonna be okay it's you know we're gonna get through it so we get on the ride they strap us in we start going the first takeoff you know we take off and we go like flying and i look over at him and i see a huge smile on his
1: face i was like yes Yes, and then as soon as he got off, he put in the family group chat that we forced him on that <laughs> he
0: ride. He did the family group chat. Tra- He's like, "Mom made me do it." But he then just he, wants to be a victim. Yeah, he wouldn't stop talking about it though after that. So yeah, he, that ride's awesome. He loved it. It took him a minute. We got off the ride, and I was like, "How was it? Was it okay?" And he didn't say yeah, anything. Didn't
1: want to admit that it was. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I
0: think he like he needed to process because he knew he kind of made a big deal about it and he knew that he was scared and he knew i knew so he needed a moment to process but after a few minutes like we sat in the family waiting area then and you wrote it by yourself because i wasn't going to leave the kids by themselves and he didn't want to go again so you wrote by yourself friends in the line
1: i'm sure you did I went with another family
0: yeah that's you know what that's the way to do it i love yeah. making friends in line um but by the time you were done with your ride he could not stop talking
1: about it. You know, we talked about how our 11 year, this ride made stop. our 11-year-old cry. But the kid behind me in line was younger than him. And she was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Because they did the family <laughs> swap, which family swap is awesome. I wish Disney had this. I do, too. This is a big, big plus one for Universal on this one. Yeah. Uh, And so a, this girl who had just gone with her dad, then... The, the parents switch. And so the mother was going.
0: And she got to go again. And yeah. And so the,
1: the, the kid got to go again. And she was thrilled. She's like, this is the best ride. She could not stop talking about it. She was so thrilled. She's like, then, and then, and then. And we get to the metal detector. And the mother goes, wait. Why is there a metal detector? <laughs> said, what did I get myself into? And I just turned. And I looked at her. and shook my head. I like, she's like, is ooh. it that You're bad? Like, ooh. I said, look. I was in the family swap room. And my wife and kid got off it. And they couldn't speak they just kind of <laughs> walked out like zombies it's just true
0: i just was so i, I wasn't a zombie because it was scary or i didn't want to go again i would have gone again i didn't want to leave the kids alone in the room um and i don't know it just
1: you just like zipped to handcuff them to a rail i time. was just they're fine
0: i didn't have words it was such a great roller coaster it was so good
1: all right, so we've established that Velocicoaster is the best ride in Orlando, Sorry, and you Walt. and
0: you can gently push your child to do it. Just Rotisserie
1: Walt spinning a little faster right now. Just don't
0: traumatize. Him. Yep. Oh, Reddit, Reddit, Rotisserie Walt. Um. Yeah. So that Velocicoaster ended up being amazing. Such a fast. It was only a thirty-minute wait. Amazing ride. My kid would not shut up about it. It was. It was fabulous.
1: Universal's got. Velocicoaster. Meanwhile, Epcot's got a slow boat ride about how to grow hydroponic cannabis in your basement.
0: Okay, they do, but they also have Guardians, which we're going to get to tomorrow. We're going to get to Guardians because the most fun I've had in a long time. Like Velocicoaster, I was like, ah, the whole time. Guardians, I was laughing and like...
1: That's not universal. We can't talk
0: about that. No. Okay, we'll talk about that soon. We'll talk about that soon. Um, But yeah, the fact that Velocicoaster was only a 30-minute wait. I loved it. Loved it. All right. Anyway... After that, we had lunch, a sit-down lunch reservation at Mythos.
1: Which is, um, that's the best restaurant Universal has to offer.
0: That's what, it, that is like one of the general, cons- they, Universal has a, a handful of restaurants that people are like, these ones are amazing. And Mythos is is almost always on the top of those lists of best restaurants and theme park restaurants. So we decided to give it a try. And I was, you know what I like about Universal? Way easier to get reservations because it was the day before you were like, hey, tomorrow, let's sit down for lunch rather than, you know, after our portobello mushroom disaster. Yeah.
1: And Mythos, they have a big banner that says like, voted number one. Yeah, number one restaurant.
0: But I was able, I couldn't get a same day restaurant the day before or reservation the day before, but I was able, I was like, okay, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Reservation. And so, yeah, that day we went 11 a.m. for a reservation. And had a a lovely lunch. I don't know that I would consider it the best food I've ever had. Um definitely not. But I also ordered an appetizer. I didn't. I wasn't hungry enough for a full
1: meal. You
0: had so a maybe fried sushi roll. It was a sushi and we roll, eat a
1: lot of sushi. I
0: do. And i I like fried sushi rolls. This, the way they fried it felt almost like um, chicken tender kind of fried. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, had it was like a really
1: thick skin on it. It was
0: thick and it was. Um, it felt very solid. Like often when you get fried sushi rolls, they're like a little more flaky, like a light. This was crispy. Dense. This was like thick, oh, more of like a solid um, layer around it. If that makes sense. I ordered. It was good. It just I it I wanted something light, and it was a little heavier than I had anticipated.
1: I ordered pad thai, which is a uh, a dish we get fairly regularly. And that was a mistake.
0: I tried your pad thai. I liked it. I remember you were like this tastes like tomato sauce and I took a bite. It's absolutely you not were what that's supposed to be. 100% correct. It was good, but it did it was too tomatoey.
1: Yeah, they made Italian. They made an Italian dish using
0: I think they made something I think the Thai noodles. Americans maybe have a harder time with spicier food or seasoned food. Oh. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like um, white
1: people, it's okay to eat something spicy.
0: Well, you're Mexican, so Yeah. i um,
1: like, please for God's sake, season this.
0: I thought it w- I liked Mythos a lot. I liked that we had a sit down meal in the air because like we got a nice break. The like restaurant this, was very pleasant. This Our waiter was really nice. He was. The the restaurant itself was very cool looking. Um you're like supposed to be in like an underwater cave is that what the theming is? Yeah, yeah okay. Already so. got it right.
1: And the prices were fine.
0: Yeah, the prices were reasonable, didn't feel
1: You know, the food was mediocre.
0: Crazy. Yeah, I don't know that I'd call it like the best theme park food I've ever had, but but it was good. Um and it was nice to to take a break. Like
1: oh, if you like Applebees this is about on par with Oh, Applebee's. it was
0: better than Applebee's. No, no, that's like Applebee's. No, don't listen to him. That is not true at all.
1: Okay, it's between the Applebee's guy from and theme, Olive Garden.
0: The guy from Theme Park's magazine or whatever. The whoever, theme Park Insider?
1: Whoever rated it. The TPI?
0: He's rolling in his grave. He's probably still alive. <laughs> I don't know. Spinning. But, oh, sorry. Spinning. That's the
1: spinning. Oh, okay. That's the corpse just getting up that's to speed.
0: rotisserie Theme Park Insider's guy. Who's probably still alive?
1: Like a steady 600 RPM Mm -hmm. of post humanist resentment over theme park choices.
0: (laughs) You know what I liked about this restaurant um, is that, and it helped that we had a window seat, but they had huge windows. So we could see uh, quite a bit of the theme park from where we were sitting, which was also nice. So it was a nice view. The theming was cool. The food was good. Um, (laughs) Air conditioning, A plus. Uh, And so and it was right by Velocicoaster wasn't a far walk. And then after that, we went back to Seuss Landing, because like I said, five year old obsessed, Dr. Seuss. So we had to do the cat in the hat to appease the five year old because she had to stand in line in Velocicoaster and they have um, Raptor um, animatronics in the Velocicoaster line which she you know amazingly she wasn't yeah, it's scared really cool. there's more than one i don't know if you even saw the other one there were a few
1: i only noticed the they one they had the har- like if you looked behind
0: if you looked behind you there were more so there was the one that was like really close to you when you walked by but there were more they had like harnesses on and they were moving around so they were supposed to look dangerous but it's like oh they're harnessed yeah so anyway because the 5 year old had to stand in this long line with scary dinosaurs Uh, We were like, all right, if you stand in this line, we'll go back to Dr. Seuss after this. Turns out she loved the line, but we still had to do Dr. Seuss.
1: Uh, She was thrilled. She's a
0: dinosaur enthusiast. She's really
1: into dinosaurs. So she was, I thought that would scare her. I thought so too. She was really thrilled with the animatronics. So I
0: made that deal and turns out she was like, yeah, no, this is great, mom. (laughs) So she got to see dinosaur animatronics and she got to ride Cat in the Hat. Win, win if you're our five-year-old. All right. So after that. It was, what, six, 700 degrees out?
1: <laughs> it just keeps going up. <laughs> yeah. The thermometers just burst.
0: Yeah, so we were like, we got to go. Um, and so I really, I was trying very hard to make sure that we were doing stuff for each kid. So we'd done so much Dr. Seuss stuff. And then I f- had, quote, unquote, forced the 11-year-old to do VelociCoaster. So he, all he wanted to do, his top priority for this trip was volcano bay universal's water park so we made our way over to the buses super fast those buses i can't get over how fast they are compared to disney uh,
1: yeah we, we were get on go
0: back at our resort um, no in a flash yeah there was no waiting we walked up the bus was there we were back at our resort we were able to walk over to volcano bay because cabana bay has a private entrance i am not a water park person at Neither all. Am I. At all. I really don't like water parks. I had zero interest in going to this water park.
1: If you knew how poor the filtration systems were no, do, in most sh- water parks, sh- you would definitely not be a water park person.
0: Sh- sh- nope. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. I spent too much time in that water. Don't tell me.
1: One of my colleagues. You mean it's
0: the cleanest water? No, okay. no, no. It's the cleanest water you've ever seen.
1: I wouldn't drink it. Shh.
0: Cleanest? Don't drink it cleanest water. So we went to Volcano Bay. Um, Surprise hit of the trip is what I would say.
1: Absolutely. So my favorite day Universal, my favorite thing at Universal was Volcano Bay, the water park.
0: So our five-year-old kind of knows how to swim. She's done swim lessons, but the moment we're not in swim lessons and we're just swimming, she forgets how to swim so you got to do more swimming than i did She can
1: doggy paddle enough to maybe not drown
0: she knows oh i've she, you have not sat in her swim classes she's way better than she leads on she's way better but the moment we're like at just a pool to play she's like i don't know how to swim so you, why don't you talk a little bit more about volcano bay because you got to actually swim more than i did because i hung out with her
1: uh so volcano bay the centerpiece is a wave pool that doesn't get crazy. Like, no one's going to drown in this wave pool, like, you know, a certain water park in the Midwest or New Jersey. I. Wave pools scare me a little bit. This is a, mi- a minor okay. wave pool. I had an if incident. If scares you as a wave pool, you really have no business being in any pool. I
0: like. had an incident as a child where I got st- in a wave pool, like one of those wave pools where people are sitting yeah, on this tubes. Is
1: Noah's Ark, that place yeah. is a death trap.
0: I got stuck under somebody's tube. And, like, you know. I don't know if you've ever had this happen where you go underwater and then you come up and you're like when you expect to like for your head to come above water, suddenly like something's blocking you. It's this one of the scariest things that has ever happened to me. And so ever since then I've had um a fear of wave pools. So I tried i don't well fortunately go into this wave, wave pool was. had no rafts whatsoever there were no rafts it was yeah. not as
1: deep as that one and the
0: waves weren't as crazy. i will say like i went out a little bit with you and then i went back once the wave started but the waves did not seem as big or scary as other ones that i've no. been to
1: no it was little baby waves but it was still a lot of fun and it was it was huge it was uh sand leading up to it which was really cool it was a zero depth so you just walk in and the centerpiece is a massive volcano with a huge water slide at the top. Uh, and the waves start every 10 minutes and run for 10 minutes. But when they do, drum a drumbeat starts. And then everyone in the pool starts chanting along to summon the <laughs> waves. Because when I got in the pool, like the waves were going already.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Then they that's what I saw. And then, and then I they, walked and, away and, with the five-year-old. And you and Tanner came running out, our 11-year-old, came running out to find Kennedy and I. And you were like, oh, my God, you have to come when the waves start. I was like, what are these two babbling on about? Like, I had no idea. And then it started. And everyone's clapping, like, above their heads and chanting. And it was really cool. It It was really fun.
1: And it happens every 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. We didn't really do we didn't do slides there. Um, no one wanted to. Well, I mean, I don't really do slides, and I was with a five year old, so that would have been between you and the eleven year old. He wouldn't do it either. Oh, he wasn't interested in the slides. I he'll sometimes do slides, but I guess the wave pool was enough for him. Yeah. So while you guys were in the wave pool, I went to buy. We had forgotten our to bring our sunblock with, so I went to go home, try and Where buy sunblock. I know. Well, that's why I was like, I wasn't even gonna wait. The moment I realized I went over to the gift shop to buy some. And that's when I found out my my room key. I was like, oh, can I just charge to the room? Uh
1: and she's like, oh yeah, no problem. And so I give her the room key. Did you tell the cashier? you're like, it's cause some guy who was on the did. I, <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I couldn't charge the room. So I had to go back and get my phone. And this leads up to this whole other thing that happened. So I get my phone. And I'm carrying my phone with me to buy the sunscreen. So I get the phone and then I run into you guys and we're like let's go to the Lazy River. So I'm holding Which my is phone.
1: Huge and amazing.
0: The Lazy River was very cool. So I'm holding my phone, holding my baby's hand. We're all walking to the Lazy River. We get in and I tucked my phone like into my bathing suit cuz I'm like it's waterproof. I need to just get into this tube. And then I can hold on to my phone.
1: I saw so many people who had their like modern phones in lanyards, like waterproof cases. And I'm like, you idiots, your phones are waterproof.
0: Well, it's so they don't do what I did, which is I jumped into my tube on the lazy river and then my phone fell out of my bathing suit where I had tucked it in. And I completely, I had no idea where it went. I completely lost it
1: i saw so, tell you where it went. The bottom of the lazy river.
0: <laughs> so the lazy river takes you, you very quickly. And I'm like, oh, shoot. My phone, I didn't say shoot, but for this, I'm going to say shoot. So I'm trying to like fight the current, but I'm holding on to the 5 year old And I'm in the tube. So you get off and I'm like racing back to try and find it, which is no use. Because even just as a single person, you couldn't get back. So we had to go all the way around the lazy river. And then we told our 11-year-old, we're like, Go where we got on the tubes. If you can find my phone, I'll give you 20 bucks
1: just to like. I've never seen it move so fast. Put a little
0: hustle on it. Yeah, it worked. It worked. So we run back over there. No phone. Uh, I asked the lifeguard. I was like, did somebody turn in a phone? At first she goes, no. And then she goes, oh, wait, wait. Somebody did turn in a phone. And I was like, great. Do you have it? No. She's like, I gave it to somebody else. Who gave it to somebody else? Who gave it to somebody else? I was like, well, I'm never seeing that phone again. I thought for sure. I was like, I, because I couldn't pay for my like- dang sunscreen with my room key, I had to carry my phone with me. I dropped it in the pool and now it's gone forever.
1: We should also note this was like a 90 day old iPhone 13 I Pro Max. I have not
0: had this phone extreme. very long. Yeah. I got it early this year. Not had very long. It's the newest iPhone. I was not happy. And, a, you know, a big part of what I'm doing there is documenting stuff for you guys who are listening. Cause I know a lot of you were following along as the trip was going on. So this was all very frustrating.
1: And I know someone might go like, why don't you just use find my to locate it? We did. It was like, yep, it's at a water park.
0: Yeah. Yes. Like- we knew it did. It hadn't left the property. So I was like, all right, the phone is still active and it's still in the water park, but that only works up to like, you know, I don't know what the range is. Like I knew it was in the water park. With Find My Phone. It was but, basically
1: like, all right, it's within this 50-foot radius. Yeah. so not gonna, It's not going to
0: work. I knew it was somewhere within the water park. So I went over to guest services, and she was like, we don't have it yet. She's like, but check back in a few hours. I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm just going to try and go on the Lazy River and not think about this and not worry about it, which how, how can do well not? How well did that work? You know, it was okay. I, I enjoyed the Lazy River. Like, we had fun. Um, But it's stressful to lose your phone, to lose your $1,000 rectangle.
1: $1,100.
0: <sighs> $1,100 rectangle. Yeah. So we went around the Lazy River quite a bit. We just we screwed around just playing in the water for a while. It was probably an hour or two just in the Lazy River. Yeah, I loved it. Like more time than I would typically spend in any pool ever. Um. Yeah, so it, that was a lot of fun. And then on our I was like, all right, let's get our stuff. And on our way out, we hit guest services. They had my phone.
1: How did they verify it was yours? They, they asked, you weren't just like, yeah, I lost an iPhone. So I it's first I described
0: it to them. I described what the case looked like and she was like, OK, I found I do have one that matches that she went and got it. And then she had me unlock it for her before she gave it to me.
1: I would just be like, "Oh, I lost an iPhone. It's in a black case. <laughs> no, she's like, all right, which of these 10 is it?
0: She was like, can you please unlock it for me? So I unlocked it. And then I showed her the picture, which was my child who was standing with me was my screen on there. So uh, it was clear that it was mine. Uh, But I must have thanked that woman at guest services 20 times. I was so thrilled. I really, my experience with lost and found uh, at Disney world has not been positive. If something's lost and it gets to their like general lost and found, you're probably not getting it back.
1: (laughs) No, they're just like cherry picking through the good stuff and taking it home. I don't know if that's the case,
0: but I've never like, I've been like, here's specifically what it is, where it is, where I left it. The brand, the size, the color, everything. And nope, nothing. Like I left it right here at exactly this time. Nope, sorry, nothing. So I was not expecting to get it back. I was beyond thrilled. At which point uh, a rainstorm started. It was like a nasty, it wasn't just a rainstorm. It was like crazy thunder and lightning. And so everything shut down. So we left at the right time. As we were walking out, the storm rolled in. Um, so we went out for pizza and then just I think we just called it a night. Yeah after that. Yeah, and we
1: made the mistake of eating off property. Yeah. I thought I, I think, could like outsmart the system I think and we leave would have been the resort. Better off. So we don't rarely a good idea. I think
0: the the issue is that we typically don't rent a car. So you were like, we've got a car, we've got freedom. Let's try it out. No, like I've driven around Kissimmee enough now to know that it just You know, you're better off just at the resorts. You just are.
1: It's it's really congested. It's basically just like, here's all, all, we don't have streets. We just have divided highway.
0: (laughs) Traffic's rough in that area. Traffic's around the theme parks.
1: Drivers are a little crazy. And then it's just surrounded by like strip malls, unconstrained by any zoning law, as far as I could tell.
0: (laughs) I used to be self conscious to like tease about driving in that area. But I now have talked to enough people who live in that area who are like, no, you drive around those theme parks in Florida, it's something else. And I guess it's like a combination of things. It's like a ton of traffic and then tourists and just, you know, people trying to get to the theme parks and people in a rush. And it's just like this crazy combination of things which causes awful drivers. So that area driving around is tough, 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 tough. So yeah, I I agree. It's just eating at the resort would have been the better option. But we went out for pizza while it stormed and then just called it. Cause there really wasn't a ton to do after that. Um, Cause like our pool was closed and.
1: So other than you losing your phone <sighs> and recovering it, that was a very successful day. That
0: day was pretty good. Yeah. And the yeah. pizza
1: was fine. I just was like, it was, it was silly to try and leave the resort. It
0: wasn't great. Like we could have gotten comparable pizza at the resort and not, sat in traffic for 30 minutes to go three miles.
1: Yeah. And you were like super annoyed the whole time.
0: I was. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I didn't help on with Turo. I, I only put myself as a driver and so I didn't want to risk it and let you drive. So I'm like, I have to drive in this stupid traffic to get mediocre pizza. It just was not, it wasn't great. But other than that, I thought this was other than that. And other than me losing my phone for a few hours, um a a pretty good day but i think going in with like light expectations and kind of keeping it a light low-key day really worked out well for us on this day after the first day being so stressful
1: yeah that day worked better it did so we called it a night we went back to the hotel and that was the end of it
0: yeah so the next day was our last day at cabana bay so we checked out in the morning and we went straight to universal and i had zero plans For this day, like the other days, I had somewhat. What do we do with our
1: luggage? Just
0: lock it in the car. We put it in the car. Yeah, yeah. So we no, we took the car to. We parked at the parks, which I did because I have an annual pass and so I get free parking at the parks. So I was like, yeah, why not?
1: And how would you characterize that parking situation?
0: Um, it was good. It's a parking garage, so. As long as you, we've made the mistake in the past. It didn't happen this trip, but in the past, we've lost our car in that parking garage. They have multiple garages, multiple. So you have to know where you're going or-, yeah, or
1: otherwise you're going to wander around hosed. parking garages for 45 minutes. Which is
0: what we did. Yeah. That's what we did. This, that was a trip uh, earlier this year. That was in January that we lost our car. Yeah, as long as you, uh, I took a photo this time. And in fact, I remember it. We were in Spider-Man 555 is five 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 five, five. five, five, five. uh yeah our kids are obsessed with spider-man and they were like five 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 um yeah so as long as you remember where your car is i like the parking garage situation the only thing i don't like is that you have to walk through city walk but other than that um yeah so we went straight to universal studios and uh no islands of adventure this time just universal studios but really no big plans so we had oh on our date night we didn't talk about this we purchased wands Cause you forgot your wand? I did not bring my wand with me. So, the last time I was there, I bought Luna Lovegood's wand. She is a Ravenclaw, and I love Luna. Uh, so, so I for didn't
1: for $65 you get yourself a plastic stick <sighs> that has you... a reflector in the end.
0: You know, you say that like you're better than us, but uh, did you buy a wand? Yeah, I by chance, Cedric Diggory's wand. Cedric Diggory. Yes, yeah, he I got is the a Hufflepuffson. Yeah. So we bought wands on our date night. We skipped over this. It was super bizarre. We didn't go into Ollivander's. We just bought from like a wand stand. there was a line out the door. There was a line. The guy who sold us our wands clearly knew nothing about Harry Potter. I could not believe it. Like of all the positions that you could give this gentleman. And it's nothing against him. He was very pleasant and nice. And I enjoyed talking with him. But in talking to him, he knew nothing of the characters like nothing nothing so when you picked the one because you were like all right don't tell me whose wand it is like i'm just gonna go by you know wands that i like and you picked it up and he's like he's looking through his book to see whose wand it is he's like cedric degory,
1: yeah i was like whatever and you were absolutely against. i just i couldn't believe this man Looked so embarrassed.
0: I did. I did not make a big deal. I let it go, but I was shocked after that they, we got your jaw off the floor,
1: <laughs> pulled you off the ceiling.
0: I was shocked that they would cast him in that position. Like, why put him? You know, in the front lines where people are going to be asking him about wands. So there's a labor shortage. I guess. I guess. Then they should have been like, "Hey, can you just watch the movies
1: before you start." So it's not that the service at Orlando Universal is bad, but the the level of service and the way they treat you at Disney is undoubtedly better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy was great, but like he I can't there was something else he forgot the name of and I'm blanking on what it was. But he like he just didn't know very basic things like he was talking about, oh, I used to work here and he couldn't remember stuff.
1: Really, it's like, just keep your mouth shut. I wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah,
0: it was a little strange. So you got Cedric's wand. I bought another one. I got Hermione's wand.
1: Now he's on blast on somebody's podcast.
0: <laughs> I, you know, it's not like I'm posting his photo. or I don't even remember his name. It was just, his it was is bizarre. His name Cedric DeGory. <laughs> it was just bizarre. I thought it was really bizarre. So anyway, so on our last day we did, we cast some spells. Because we really didn't get much of a chance. It was so busy on our date night. That we didn't do a ton of It was of so busy spells. we couldn't do any of the spells. Which yeah. Which
1: very disappointing because I just spent $65 on my plastic.
0: But you know what? You got to do it on this day and it was a lot of fun.
1: And a little bit. A I, lot of the like the cool ones still had the line.
0: I gave my wand to our 11-year-old and let him do it. Because I have already cast all of the spells. So I let him do it. Um, which he really enjoyed as well. Like He's not really into Harry Potter. But he really liked being able to cast the spells. Um, our five-year-old refused like she enjoyed watching but i was like do you want to try no mommy no. she was
1: not about to be involved with your witchcraft yeah
0: she, i was like do you want to be a wizard or a witch and she thought about it she was like no mommy no so the 11 year old was a wizard it's a lot of pressure and you got to be a wizard
1: i did i cast up spells yeah so i mimble wimble to talking head
0: you did you did mm-hmm.
1: you successful on the first try
0: reparoed a uh broken um Suit of armor. Suit of armor. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So it was nice. You know, we had kind of a low key day casting spells. We drank a bunch of butter beer. We ordered a whole bunch of butter beers. I love butter beer. Me too. Me too. Um. Oh, we did Men in Black, which was walk on, which was really nice because, you know, we went a little bit later in the morning because we had to pack and whatnot. So we did Men in Black, walk on, which is really fun. Very similar to um, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin. You're just like shooting aliens on Men in Black.
1: I like Men in, I like that ride a lot, but it's weird because there is like zero indication that you have a successful hit.
0: Yeah, I had no. I was really terrible at that ride. Our eleven year old crushed me on that one with the with his points. I was really really bad.
1: Uh, we watched. We got mind wiped at the end, and Will Smith slapped me.
0: I um, I don't think that happened, but I was mind wiped. So maybe it happened. I don't know. You don't remember because
1: you got slapped. Understood.
0: Because I got slapped. Yeah. He slapped me so hard that that's what mind wiped me. That's how they do it. Okay. All right. All right. I believe you. We watched one of the shows in uh, uh, Wizarding World. It was Celestina, I think. Celestina and the Banshees. That was her name. And so she came out and performed, which was really cute uh what else did we do oh we wrote escape from gringotts so this really like i had no plan but just wandering around we really we accomplished a lot of fun stuff we ate uh, a crusty burger over at fast food boulevard so you can go into moe's tavern and then that leads you into a whole bunch of like the simpsons restaurants so there's cletus chicken shack Krusty burger but it's presented uh, as Luigi's like- Pizza.
1: A mall cat, a mall cafeteria.
0: Yeah, it's fast food boulevard. Yeah, is what they call it. Yeah, so um, our our son had like ten cheeseburgers on this trip. It was kind of unreal, but he ate a crusty burger and a shake. We spotted Marilyn Monroe, so just like a lot of fun little thing, nothing planned, just kind of strolling through the parks, and it worked out really, really well. So we stayed until early afternoon until I was notified that our room at Pop Century was ready, and so we left. And then we left and that was it for Universal. So we are well over our time. So let's just do some final thoughts on Cabana Bay and Universal. Um, And then we'll end it here. And we're going to do a part two where we talk about Disney World. And then we're going to talk about the Genie Plus hack. So let's end this episode. First, Cabana Bay thoughts. What, What are your Final thoughts on staying at, at a Universal property. Would you recommend staying at a Universal property? Would you stay off property? Would you do Disney and Uber or Lyft over? Like if you're going to do a split stay, would you have stayed at two different hotels?
1: A hundred percent.
0: Okay. So you thought it was worth it to like pack up and switch hotels to do a split stay?
1: I, we should have just stayed at Universal <laughs> and then taken the car to Disney. Okay. Given okay. that like the equivalent thing would have cost double. Yeah. At Disney. Okay. Okay. For the price, you Disney cannot beat these Universal See, Hotels. This
0: is the mistake that Disney made with ending Magical Express. Because I agree this with you. This opened up a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if I didn't have a rental car, I would say you're crazy. I'd be like, nope, I'm not messing with that. But because we had a rental car, it made our life way easier. I was able to throw all of our clothes into the suitcase in the morning, zip it up. We threw it in the trunk and then we didn't have to worry about it until we were able to check in at Pop Century.
1: So a being- Bay is a better experience on all fronts than any of the value resorts. Yeah. Yeah. At Disney. And I, it's I agree. It's going to be cheaper.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was able to get a discount on both rooms, but at the end of the day, the price ended up being about the same. It was like almost exactly the same amount of money for Cabana Bay Bay versus Pop Century. So having a car, really like we could have driven... Now, we would have had to get up earlier um, and then park. But other than that, and really the only park it would have been annoying would have been Magic Kingdom. Because Magic Kingdom, you have to park at Ticket and Transportation... And then either take a ferry boat or a monorail into the parks. Other than that. Who doesn't
1: love the monorail?
0: (laughs) Well, right. But I'm just saying it's like you park and then you have to get in another line to get in. I do love the monorail. Um, But yeah, getting rid of uh, Magical Express really makes it far more tempting to leave the bubble.
1: Pennywise at Pound Foolish.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you stay somewhere cheaper, I guess, and really enjoy your time. Um, I thought Cabana Bay was an amazing value. I really did. For the same price as Pop, way better theming. And it was interesting well, because... Yeah, it, I mean,
1: Pop's like, all right, here's a, a crap by comparison. It's like, one's an actual hotel. The other one Pop is... Pop is a motel. Pop Century is yeah, it's, it's a motel. It's a motel.
0: Yeah. And even in our like 2015 car, when you type Pop Century in the GPS, it comes up motel. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I did. I caught that. I was like, oh they're calling out Pop Century for being a motel. It is. It's like the outdoor, you know, entry into your room. It's just like the tiny window that's next to your to your entry door. Um it's a motel versus Cabana Bay which is a hotel. Um yeah, I thought the theming at Cabana Bay was great and it's interesting cuz Pop we happen to be in the 50s section cuz Pop Century each building is a different decade, 50s through 90s. It's the most low effort
1: theming ever.
0: We were in the 50s section. And it's just
1: like, at groovy, Pop Century. Right yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Like the theming is literally like, just words.
0: It was like sock hop or like doo wop or something like that. Right. Are yeah. you
1: sure the theme is decades and not it, church flyers? <laughs> oh my, my that's God. That's what this place looked like. So
0: it was funny because Cabana Bay, the whole theme of Cabana Bay is 50s. And then in Pop Century, coincidentally, we were in the 50s section. And I was like, if I have to pick the 50s out of one of these, it's Cabana Bay all the way. Because their 50s theming was charming.
1: I thought we were saving Disney World for part two. We will. we will,
0: And we will and touch on this it. again. We will touch on this again. Um, but my point is, I thought the, I thought the theming was spot on. I know you weren't as impressed. I thought it was great at Cabana Bay. I thought it was
1: a great hotel. I I don't care about the theming.
0: I love, I do. And a lot of other people do though. So I also loved that for a value resort, they had sit down and quick service options, which value resorts at Disney don't have. They had the lazy river value resorts at Disney. Don't have anything like that. Um, buses are quick. Uh, fast drive to the parks, fast bus ride to the parks. um yeah, it just I thought the pros went on and on. Really, the only con was the check-in process that there's no way to early check in at Cabana Bay.
1: Well, supposedly there is. you just didn't get it.
0: but even then, I would have had to stand at the front desk. so that would be the only con
1: that yeah, doesn't really help you.
0: Um, how about final thoughts on Universal?
1: I wouldn't if you're even if you're a a Disney loyalist. I absolutely would not ignore Universal. Many of their rides, many, not just like one or two, are as good or better than what Disney World can do. Believe it or not, it skews older, so it's a lot more action rides. But then the stuff for little kids like Seuss Landing, our five-year-old loves. Yes. Loves more than anything at Disney World.
0: And if your kid is okay not going on the rides, bring a baby with you. Bring your little guy with you because their child swap process. So easy. A hundred times better than Disney. Like like miles ahead of Disney. They have a nice air-conditioned room with seating, with a TV playing movies or TV shows or cartoons for your kids to watch. Um, yeah. That I think Universal's way ahead of Disney as far as like the child swap Goes and you're right. Their rides are really, um, their newer rides, I should say, are really on point. Like they're really, really good. Um, it's, a,
1: it's a it's a smaller park, but that also means it's more manageable. Um, and it's you could do you can hit all the things you want to in two days.
0: I felt like there was something for everybody. Now I think if our daughter was any younger, it wouldn't work. I think four or five is probably the youngest you could go. Because any younger than that, they may not even be able to do anything at Seuss Landing. Um, but, yeah, if you've got somebody four four or above, there's something for everybody at and, that one.
1: And Universal, like, it really, it in size and scope, it is comparable to Disneyland, where it's like, hey, it's two parks connected by a common shopping area. Right, it's right. The same It's the same yes, layout, same both thing. Disneyland and Universal. Yeah, yeah. When Universal opens the third area next summer, okay, now it really will be a more serious competitor to Disney World. Ooh, I'm so excited for that. That will be a lot of fun, but that hasn't happened yet. However, I think
0: that's 2025 when that'll open.
1: If you're a foodie, you're just, do not attempt to find phenomenal food at Universal. Bring your own food. So I've or heard CityWalk is the
0: way to go, but we have, to not, we have not stopped to eat at City Walk. I've heard a lot of positive things about the restaurants. It,
1: it's but just it's so, so crazy. Crowded. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's so busy. Um, con for universal on the negative side uh, it has a
1: big flaw
0: we so we were there and two of the days well i guess we only spent three days there two of the days there were nasty thunderstorms like bad thunderstorms and the first day especially and so like really that is part of the reason why we left when we did on the first days because the storms were rolling in but when thunderstorms roll in half of the park shuts down because it's a lot of outdoor stuff. So even if people leave, so much of the park is shut down that whoever stays behind is clogging up any of those indoor rides. So wait times never really dropped when it started to rain. Whereas like with Disney, when it starts to rain, wait times plummet because people leave, but there's so many options still open.
1: When things go, uh, then when the storm clears... Then the, everyone comes back and the wait times go through the roof again. Yeah. It's, so we, we fell victim to this and it's, you just have to give up.
0: Yeah, there was no break from it. I was hoping that the storm would clear people out. But because so much of the park shut down, even the people that left, it, it didn't make a dent. The wait times were still so high. So that was a really big con with Universal was if the weather is severe... Um, there's just not a ton that you can do, and there's nothing to do about. It. I mean, they can't let you on these rides when there's thunder and lightning. I mean, they can't. So, um, yeah, it was it was tough. So that was a downside to Universal. I'd also say the walk from the parks through City Walk and through like the the um, moving sidewalks to get to the parking garages or the buses are long so if it's like if you're like done or if you've got like a toddler who's throwing a tantrum
1: and it's hot out
0: prepare yourself for another 15 to 20 minutes of it so like get out before that tantrum starts like if you feel a tantrum's coming start leaving now because you have a 15 minute walk in a 100 degree heat and i think that's a real con with universal whereas disney i mean some of the buses are a little out there but it's not nearly as bad um of a walk. So, I think those were my takeaways on this particular trip with Universal. Anything else Universal you want to add?
1: Yeah, I think it also depends like what what you're into. You know, if you're into Harry Potter, or now you can't skip Universal.
0: Yeah, yeah, or Jurassic Park. So, I think I think we're going to end it here on Universal. So, this was just the first half of our trip. So, tomorrow I'm going to drop these episodes back to back. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the Disney World half. And I know I talked about a series of unfortunate events that really takes place more so the second half of our trip. The first half was like weather concerns and uh, issues with touring plans. But the second half of our trip, it just kind of gets a little bonkers welcome and so the ghouls were not on our side with our mansion. Disney world no. we worked it out this I will say it was cursed yeah we worked it out but um, it was something it was one thing after another so we're going to talk about that I'm also going to go over in as much detail as I can how we worked genie plus because one day we got over 10 lightning lanes over 10 for genie plus so I'm going to talk about how we did that Um on our disney world trip so we'll go into as much detail as possible but we will go over a flaw and, <laughs> and we will go over our day-to-day plans so um stay tuned i promise i will drop part two soon and until next time i will see you guys in the parks